0: This is Comic Shenanigans, episode 461, and comic reviews for the week of Wednesday, March 15th. Welcome to the Comic Shenanigans podcast. This is episode 461. It's our comic reviews episode for releases from the week of Wednesday, March 15th. Um, I actually got a chance to read a few books that came out on the 15th of March. Uh, not by design, but uh, just kind of the way it worked out. I, I think also when uh, the books came out that week, um, I had started reading a bunch. And I'm like, oh man, I'm going to be ahead of time. I'm going to get this episode out earlier than I had been and more like around Tuesday or Wednesday, which is what I would prefer. I'm going to talk about like 10 comics. It's going to be great. And instead, it's going up on a Thursday and I read five. So, you know, one of these days uh, it's very difficult, as you can imagine, to manage a a podcast, um, you know, having a a family and also a full-time job that's quite demanding as well. But, you know, we do what we can. And uh, so let's talk about a few comics. But actually, before we do, uh, let's go back for a second and look at some of the uh, selected releases that did come out uh during last week um some of the releases included new issues of all-star batman uh the official launch of batwoman uh new issue of aquaman harley quinn he-man and the thundercats issue number six of six a uh, new issue of justice league odyssey of the amazon super sons i can't believe i didn't get a chance to read that oh i can't wait to read that uh trinity uh mickey mouse wild storm uh uncle scrooge um, let's see what else. East of West, Captain America, Sam Wilson, Daredevil. Oh, I missed that too. What the hell? Uh, great Lakes Avengers, Mighty Thor, Miss Marvel, Spider Man, Star Lord, Totally Awesome Hulk, uh, Uncanny X Men, U.S. Avengers, Venom, etc. So, with all that being said, what did I get a chance to read? Well, that's a great question. Uh, I got a chance to read Amazing Spider Man number twenty-five, the ridiculously priced nine ninety-nine extravaganza. Um... There's at least a lot of content. Was it good content? Well, that's a whole other story. Um, so you get the the lead story of the Osborne Identity Part 1 called Bug Hunt. Um, it's with written by Dan Slott, artwork by Stuart Eminen. And it's, I mean, Eminen's artwork, it really shines through. It's uh, full of energy and life, and the, the colors just seem vibrant, and the story's kind of a, a fast-paced kind of action romp. Um, It's a bit bit of globetrotting, kind of taking advantage of what they can do with Spider-Man now with a little bit of the more classic Peter Parker touches with uh, him and his supporting cast uh, and him kind of fumbling to maybe try and date Bobby Morris, which just still seems weird to me, but whatever. Um, It is interesting where they, you know, having them have kind of a you know who who's got a worse history kind of idea was kind of interesting um the ending here with uh, silver sable was definitely uh intriguing and interesting to see where they go from here um it, it was a good solid story i will be honest about that then we get tons of other stories. We get uh, a relatively quick uh, Clash story uh, that's written by uh, Dan, uh, sorry not Dan Slott, uh, Christos Gage, um, with our by Todd Lock, who I've always enjoyed, and I liked him when he did uh, Friendly Neighborhood Spider-Man. So I thought uh, it was nice to have another uh, Clash story by Christos Gage. He really seems to get and enjoy the character, and uh, it's not just kind of putting it together. He feels like he really gets the character and enjoys writing him, and it's interesting to see what he does. Uh, we got the Spider-Man some team up. Uh, by Jacob Shabot and Ray Anthony Height. Um, I don't even know if I read all this. It just, I didn't enjoy it and it wasn't very entertaining, so it's, it's very forgettable. Uh, we have, um, let's see, another story by James Asmus and Andres Mosa, um, which was alright, but I, I wasn't a big fan. I don't know if it's actually going to end up leading going in to, to anywhere or not. Uh, We've got a story by Hannah. Blumenreich and Jordan Gibson, which was kind of, you know, cute and adorable, but, you know, now, obviously, Peter Parker looks a little bit more like Tom Holland or the spectacular Spider-Man version of Peter. Uh, it's all about him and Aunt May and getting a dog, and I, I was not a big fan of this. Um, then we got the amazing Spider-Ant, which was very, you know, whatever. Uh, and then we get uh, a story which does matter a bit more by Giuseppe Camincoli and Dan Slott, uh, showing what happens to Otto after he has uh, kind of disappeared uh, after the clone conspiracy and how he becomes the superior octopus. Um, does everything here work? No. But um, it could be entertaining, could be interesting uh, to kind of see where they go with this kind of interesting version of Doc Ock's mind in a, you know, Half Doc Ock, half Spider-Man body with uh, uh, tentacles and spider agility. Definitely is entertaining and interesting, and we'll, we'll see where they go with it. I mean, uh, it's going to be continued in Amazing Spider-Man twenty-nine. Where they're going to see more of this uh, as part of the Secret Empire uh, crossover. Um, does it change everything? No, but it definitely is interesting. Although it just feels like we, we could put dance Sl- uh, not dance lot. Well, maybe, but we could put Doctor Octopus off the board for a while, and I don't think anyone would necessarily complain. Uh, but yeah, I'm gonna give the issue a six. I feel like I could have given it lower just because I don't know if the value is there for what we got. Um, but I based on the strength of the lead story and how much I, I you know, I, I do kind of like the uh, the last story and I like the clash story, it's just there was some other stuff that really didn't work for me, but overall, I'm, I'm gonna give the issue a six. Uh, and probably being a little bit too hard on them, and I do kind of recognize that. Uh, next up is Batman number 19. Uh, this continues. Uh, I believe that continues the I Am Bane storyline. Um, although I feel like this one really didn't do necessarily as much development. This is I Am Bane Part 4 by Tom King and David Finch, as we basically have Bane going through and taking on the uh, Batman Rogues gallery uh, over and over and over. And it's kind of interesting to see what happens here and how kind of Bane um, challenges himself and is able to persevere. And I I, I didn't even think about this, and someone made a comment, uh, I think on another podcast. It might have been the Comic Vine podcast. Uh, This was kind of an interesting kind of mirror version of the original storyline that introduced Bane. Uh, Well, not introduced Bane, but like Nightfall, basically, where you had Batman being worn down by the worst of the worst, uh, that Bane had kind of sicked on Batman by, uh, you know, liberating all the villains from uh, Arkham. Uh, and this is kind of the inverse where we're in Arkham and to get the Batman, Bane has to go through all the Batman's villains. So it's it's kind of an interesting bit of poetry, which I don't think I'd realized or, or kind of put together. But the more I thought about it, the more I kind of made that connection. It was like, wow, that's actually a really kind of cool concept to do this kind of mirroring. And I, I really liked it. The artwork was great. Um, the story a little thin in some places because it's really just action, but it's cool because you know you're seeing Bane pushed put through his paces, having to deal with uh, Batman's worst in different ways, and uh, I I thought it was very entertaining and interesting. So I'm gonna give it an eight. Uh, next up is Punisher. Uh, this is number eighteen. Uh, sorry, not an eighteen. This is number ten. Uh, it's written by Becky Cloonan. Artwork by Matt Horak. Um, wasn't a huge fan of the art here. It just felt a little generic. Um, but I thought the story continues to be absolutely, you know, brutal, and it doesn't um, doesn't shy away from kind of. It, it never pulls its punches. It's it's brutal uh, a lot, um, but it was entertaining and uh, it just kind of you know it kind of you know scratches a lot of the kind of Punisher itches. Uh, I'm gonna give it a, a seven out of ten. I thought it, you know uh, maybe six and a half. It, it wasn't quite a seven, but it was damn close. Uh, next up is Superman number nineteen. I did not. Like this as much as the last issue of action comics we got um, I feel like when the storyline's over, it'll be like, oh, that was a cool storyline, but here it just seems overly confusing and weird, but I haven't read the new chapter that came out this this past week uh, this is written by Peter J. Tomasi and Patrick Leeson Patrick Leeson on art um you know more mr, mr. Mitzaplik, uh a lot of kind of weird ideas of you know uh, superman and uh and and um uh, Lois Lane and the idea of all this, the energy and what this means and, and John and I just, it, a lot of it's confusing and weird and it, not the not this this book and action comics hadn't gone a little bit crazy and weird, but it just felt like we were getting a little bit more grounded in some ways, which doesn't actually make sense because half the stories were weird and crazy, but it just, it just feels crazier because it's midsaplik and it's just kinda weird and crazy and the, and the artwork definitely goes that way and I appreciate that the artwork kind of matches the craziness and oddballness of the story, but it just at times it almost felt like it took me out. Um so I don't think this was the strongest effort I've gotten from this creative team thus far, but I'm gonna give it a seven. And last but not least is Uncanny Avengers, number 21. Um, This is by Jerry Dugan and Kevin Labranda. Actually, this was really entertaining and interesting, um, seeing kind of what happens here. And what's going on with, uh, you know, the fact that you know Rogue is beating the crap out of Deadpool and Red Skull thinks he's kind of won, and it turns out that this is all part of Deadpool's plan. He's able to get Magneto's helmet on Rogue, uh, and suddenly he uh, Red Skull isn't able to mind control her, and it's just now she's like the scariest person because she's super, she's powered up, she's pissed off, she can't be mind controlled, and she just wants to take out Red Skull, and she can because he really doesn't have anything on her without the mind control. Um, and so kind of seeing her being able to kind of take him out, not kill him, but take him out. And then, um, you know, flying off to uh, to get Beast to help her. This, this was really interesting, really entertaining. This was just like a thrill ride. Um, I, I loved every minute of this. I just thought it was so entertaining, so well done. Uh, it was a really, really entertaining issue. And, uh, I mean, Uncanny Avengers... I don't think it's enough love. Uh, I don't think it's talked about enough. Maybe it's not the, the you know, kind of the, the sexy book. It's not, it never relaunched, you know. It's not like uh, Mark Wade's Avengers or his Champions, you know. it's It's been around a little bit longer, and by longer, I mean, like, not actually that long at all. But in these days, it seems like a long time because it's, you know, past the issue 20 mark, which is a whole other conversation. But uh, I thought this was great. Really dug it. I thought it was so well done. And, um, yeah, just action-packed. The Brandon does a great job on the art. No, this, this was entertaining all the way through. Uh, and that is, uh, I guess, pretty much our episode. Uh, if we look forward to releases from March 22nd, or as I like to call it, yesterday, um, some of the highlights uh, that were coming out include new issues of Action Comics, Batgirl, Batman Beyond, Deathstroke, Doom Patrol, Detective Comics, Flash, uh flintstones sorry flintstones paperback volume one a new issue of uh, future quest hellblazer uh there's the justice league of america bronze age omnibus that's kind of cool um we got what uh the second printing of Super, super suns number one in case you missed it uh from idw we got ghostbusters 101 number one uh gem the misfits number three uh, Optimus Prime number five. Um, we got Image Comics. We've got uh, Beauty number 13. Few number three. East of West, The Apocalypse, year two hardcover. Uh, we've got issue of Savage Dragon, issue 222. Um, and over at Marvel, we've got uh, Amazing Spider-Man, New Year Bows number five. Uh, Black Panther number 12. Captain America, Steve Rogers 14. Uh, Extraordinary X-Men, Hulk, Invincible Iron Man, a new launch of Iron Fist. Uh, by Mike Perkins and now I can't remember the name of the writer so I'm really remiss there uh, Moon Girl and Devil Dinosaur number 17 Prowler number 6 I already read that that was great uh, Star Wars Darth Maul number 2 New Shoe, Spider-Gwen uh, Uncanny and Humans number 20 uh, I think that that might be the last issue. Uh, Uncanny Avengers Unity Trade Paperback Volume Three Civil War Two. That's a long title. X Force Epic Collection Trade Paperback Under the Gun and Wolverine vs Punisher Trade Paperback. Uh, looking forward to upcoming episodes. Ep- the next episode, Episode uh, Four Sixty Two, will be our spotlight on uh, the Power Rangers film. Uh, the week after that, I guess Four Sixty Four will be a conversation with David Banks. Uh, week after that, I think will be our conversation with Doug Mensch. Um, after that, oof, I'm trying to remember, uh, I think it'll we'll be the episode with Alex Saviak, after that I think we have Adam Glass, then we have, uh, Eric Larson, um, somewhere in there, then we're gonna have, uh, trying to think, Chuck Dixon, uh obviously we're gonna have a Guardians of the galaxy 2 episode uh, we're gonna have a graham nolan episode we're gonna have a chip Stidarsky episode in, Jul- in june also in june we should be having an episode with um brian wood um we're just working on scheduling for that we should have an episode focusing on the winter woman movie so there's like a ton of content like half of it's already been recorded uh, which is crazy i'm actually getting ahead um but there's a, a lot of good content coming out in the next couple of months. Uh, I'm really excited for uh, you guys to listen to it. Uh, some of the conversations I've been having have been great. Um a conversation with Eric Larson I just had yesterday. I don't think that episode's going to go up for like a, a month and a half, but it's well worth the wait. Uh, an episode with Doug Mensch, which I think is going up on April 7th. Uh, that was really entertaining and just like such a blast. Uh, I think it was like two hours long. We barely even scratched the surface of Batman, if you can imagine that, considering he's written more Batman than almost anyone. Uh, So a lot of good stuff is coming down the line. I'm hoping you will uh, stay with us and uh, make sure to listen to those episodes. You can email me at comic shenanigans at gmail.com. Like the show on Facebook, rate and review us on iTunes, subscribe to us on iTunes, and you can also listen to us on Stitcher. Thanks again for joining us. We'll catch you next time on Comic Shenanigans. Bye-bye.